0: Welcome to the live recording of this week's live edition of the Huskies on Tap podcast show. Before we get started for today, I thought that it would be a great time to let you guys know of all the great things that are happening out at Fatty's Pub and Grill this weekend. Come out to Fatty's this Saturday for homecoming. Doors open at 8 a.m. with a free breakfast buffet, plus specials on mimosas, Bloody Mary's, and Fatty's cider cocktails. Saturday night after the game, come out for the return of live music from Mike and Joe. The show starts at 9 p.m. in the Novak room. It's all at Fatty's Pub and Grill, 1312 West Lincoln Highway in DeKalb. For more information, go to fattyspub.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth live edition and the homecoming edition of the Huskies on Tap podcast, live from Fatty's Pub and Grill. Over the course of this football season, I will be hosting a podcast here with a variety of different guests making appearances on this show. If you're not able to make the show in person, it will be available via Spotify. Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. My name is Brandon Suarez. I'm a sports management student here at Northern Illinois. I've covered the NIU football team for a little over two seasons. And today I have the pleasure of sitting with family sponsored athletes, Nolan Potter and Logan Shines. I did pronounce that correctly, right? Yep. I love them. We'll start with you because for whatever reason, whenever I do the podcast, I always mess up on someone's name. So I had to make sure I got that out the gates correct. Hometown, what year you are in school, your major, your position, and your uh, my hometown is Spencer, Wisconsin. I'm a junior in school. I'm a mechanical engineering major. I play right guard, and my number is 65. Again, knowing for you, your hometown, your year, your major, your position, and uh, your number. My hometown is Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I'm a senior. I was corporate communications major. at play right tackle, my number 69. So now that we need to know that. Or, so now that we have a little bit of a better idea of who we're sitting with. Talk about this week. So you guys come back home after the game against Michigan. You have Maine on the schedule, and you end up getting away with a 41-14 victory. What were your biggest takeaways from this game this past week? And Nolan, I'll go ahead and start with you. Uh, so our biggest takeaways were we didn't play cleaner ball, cleaner uh, football, uh, just for the old line We had too many penalties, um, but we still ran the ball very well. Um, we still cleaned it up um, penalty-wise. Low for you. Uh, I would say, I mean, it's just it was just a fun game to finally be at home and get a home win. That was my biggest takeaway. Uh, we haven't had a home win, I think, since twenty nineteen. So that uh, was my biggest takeaway. So yeah, with Eastern Michigan coming to town this week, you obviously want to have a win like that. What would you say are things that you guys, now you, I know you talked about what you kind of had to improve on the lower things that you like were like your positive takeaways, because like we talked about in the press conference earlier, most no times, that's pretty cool. Uh Rocky was able to run in front of the and, and the Harrison as well, so some of um, your positive takeaways from this past week. uh Just being able to roll the ball, putting up a high score. I haven't been able to do that consistently yet. Um, and for you later, I really think it's just keeping the quarterback. I think that's one of the biggest things. uh, It's one of our monitors as you all line. Keeping Rocky clean is uh, very important to this program. And then you talk about some of the playmakers you guys have. You have Rocky LeBarney, you have Harrison Wayne Lee, Clint Rapids, Jane Tucker's made an appearance and has been doing well in the offense. And then you go to the receiver room, pick pick whoever you want. Tyrese, Richard, Cole Tucker. What's it like knowing that? You just take yeah. care of you guys the last shot and block. You go one of one. Like you said, you got a high scoring of offense. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so we can, we can be uh, versatile. We can run the ball. We can pass it. We can pass it. So uh, Richie and Tucker, you know, okay. we're good the past game out. We, have, we have good backs. We do wide receivers. And we're just going to keep rocking. What does it mean you're you to be more of like a balanced attack? Traditionally, you're going to run heavy. Like we were talking a little bit before we started, Jordan my chair, a lot of quarterback runs, even Rock has been wearing the ball. What's it like to be surrounded by somebody playing? Uh, I think having a balance attack really helps the O-line because they can't, uh, the defense can't own in on then just going for the run or for the pass. So it keeps uh, the defense out uh, and allows us to get better looks at uh, i line and get a search. All right, so Nolan, I saw this past weekend on one of our turnovers, I so saw you got a tackle. Was that your first tackle as a Husky? Because obviously you don't play any so We don't really want you to have tackles. Yeah, that's my first tackle as a Husky. All right. So follow that. Uh, how did it feel? Uh, it was good. Stopped. They didn't score, so it was positive. Kept them scoring, so awareness level ninety-nine. And yeah, I was like sitting up in the front spot, like, no, we got the tackle, like, let's go, but. Have you played, like, growing up in high school or even, like, in did you ever play, like, DN or anything? Or have you always played on top uh, talent? Yeah, I've always played both plays, but DN's running all the time. Um, so you were prepared for that moment. I was, like, I
1: was a little worried. That. It, I was, like,
0: maybe you, you didn't know, but I hadn't had a chance to ask you. Uh, Logan, for you, you just got here like, okay, last year, right? Last year was your first year or was it before? You? 2019, so... Seeing the growth from when you got here in 2019 to where your offensive line now here, we talked about two out of four games zero sacks. You're seeing close to 200, if not 250 yards rushing the ball. What's it like to see, you know, where the line was when you got here to where you are now, and where you hope to stay? Uh, I think we had a good offensive line when I got here, but just being in the system for three years helps out tremendously. Learning plays, it's like yes. the, of the world, you know. Like, you don't want to the out the and it's just—it's it's a lot easier. I've got one for you. You've had a couple right. years over here, on the like, but your opinion on just the growth of this offensive line, the maturity and the ability now, where it's like you're just people weekend can. week out. Uh, so I got here when the new coaches that came—it uh, was all new, yeah. so we had to get used to that. But where we where we've come from, we've grown so much, and like we're like we're one now. Like, around each other so much, hang out each other on the weekends, like it's all so we've grown a lot together and it's it's easy to work with one another when we've worked uh, so hard. Yeah, and it's very really, now you guys got you know there's Fatty sponsored athletes it's the offensive, and offensive line, quarterback, uh Rocky McMartney, Needham, store ahead, um Clinton Racket. What's that like uh, having an NIL opportunity in the first year that there are NIL opportunities for athletes? It's actually really fun I wasn't really expecting do much with NIL uh, this sure, year, but supporting fatties and us, them supporting us is amazing. And then, Logan, for you, just getting to college just two years ago, NIL wasn't even a real thing. It was an idea, but it wasn't coming to fruition. yet. you are now here in NIL sponsored athletes at the headquarters for year. Yeah, it's a uh, very complete opportunity. I'm glad I get to go with the guys every Thursday. It's a great time, and a I no one for you. I mean you guys have gotten a company a couple of weeks so far throughout the so Sylvia. This will be your fourth week when you come on Thursday. Um, what's your favorite thing you've gotten to the here so far? Yeah, uh, that's hard. I always I try to change it up every week. Yeah, have something new. Uh, I, always, I always go with the wings. The wings are always my day, The wings are always good. Yeah, I like I have two moods. I have old faithful. Don't even show me the menu. Like, I know what I want. And there's, like, places like this where it's, like, I'm going to try something new, like, every time. Because it's a big enough menu to do so. Logan, for the uh, movie, in the few weeks, anybody would come here for the fattiest concert. You know, what has been my favorite movie you've had? Uh, I've gotten a couple different ones, but I would have to say, uh, usually okay. I usually like my, my most recent was the Texan and that's I like the Okay, yeah, I might have to try that one. Like, that sounds actually really good. I haven't had that one yet. Last week I had, um, it's like buffalo chicken sliders, that are so good. They have, it's almost like mac sauce for the regular sliders. If you have the regular sliders, I don't know if you guys are Big that guys. last year when we did the show, me and Ethan, especially on matching, there's instant walk or drive to the drive thru and just get like four big macs, and, especially for matching. But yeah, like, If a place like this has like a tangy like burger sauce, I'm always down for that. But to realize back into football, this past weekend no what was your favorite play? So your favorite single play from this last game? Uh when I pulled it for like sixty yards. Uh, no one knew that he pulled it. Like even the guys for defense they thought they were talking to us and said, Did you even know he pulled it? And we're like no. So I mean that was and Logan, can you what was your, uh, your favorite play from this weekend, it's 41-14? Uh, so my favorite play is, it was an uh, inside run, and, uh, me and a medium Nolan run on and we took okay. a tackle like 8 yards down the field, no and okay. we So you talk about, you guys both play on the, on the right side, right? Right tackle and right guard, what's that like, knowing that you got this big guy over here to protect you, and vice versa? <laughs> It's, we've been growing together. We've been doing the duo our first year here. Uh, we've been playing together for 10, 11 games. And you know, I just, our bond has grown so, so much. And you know, it's awesome no one, it's like, that no like, the homie and no one, your your little brother, the little guy over here, little. How's, how's it to play alongside this guy? And then now, too, it's like, your whole group, your position group, is a part of, like, the sponsored athletes, too. So it's pretty cool you guys are getting opportunities outside of football to get together, build that country. Yeah, no, that's awesome playing with Logan. Uh, I think we've grown so much from when we started playing together. Like you said, we played now for 11 games and continue to keep growing with them. So I mean you talk about growth, growth specifically. So when you got here, so from when you got here to where you are now obviously you're on a different weight program, different diet and stuff like that, how much have you been able to like gain since you got here? So when I got here in uh, 2018, I was 207 pounds. Now I'm 3'10". Okay. What are you, like 6'5"? 6'6"? Uh, perfect, the Perfect tackle size. Uh, I'm sure someone will be calling when your last uh, last snap is playing in that field right there behind us. And Logan, uh, for you, um, I'm not totally case, like I, don't, I don't remember what I was, was reaching for right there. I don't know what just happened, but yeah, that was the strangest thing. Uh, we'll, we'll transition a little bit. Talk about being from uh, Wisconsin. So you're in an area that's like, I heard it was kind of a little bit far in Wisconsin, but it's not like, you don't have to hop on a plane to go back home. So it's like you're in a new area, it's a fresh start. How is that for you? Uh, it was about a four hour drive, but yeah, it was definitely a big change. I'm from a small town, less than 2,000 people only graduated with. 45 people. So it was a, it was a huge change coming here, but uh, the, the team was awesome. Uh, I think my lowest friends have helped me with the transition. And classes weren't so bad or anything. I had all those things. I've been knowing you, coming from Iowa, to feel like we're not too far off from like Iowa vibes in Dachau. Was were you living in a small town or did you live in so it's like a bigger city? You yeah, I live in a bigger city. Uh, when I came here, it wasn't really much of a change for me. I was like three hours away from home to the house. I didn't feel much of a change. I mean, as far as uh, your recruitment, so talk to your recruitment. What were some of the schools that were involved in? What ultimately led you to choosing NIU as a school that you wanted to continue your career? Uh, so my other big offer was UCF. I had some smaller schools, and I, South Dakota, stuff like that. Toledo was my first offer. Um, ultimately, choosing NIU. Uh, I mean, like, the history of it. Stuff like that. And it also close to home. Like I have a lot of family coming in. I'm happy to know that you chose us over UCF because the 2017 self-aclaimed national champs, they, I know you wouldn't uh, You wouldn't have been there for that. But, like, Orlando, Florida, that would have been awesome. Like, be a lot darker right now if, if you moved down there because you'd be out in the summer. all the time. But uh, Logan for you to tip of recruitment uh, what were some of the other schools that were involved and in then how did you run on the NIU? Uh, some of the other bigger schools that were involved was Self It was my only other Division one offer. Right? And then I launched the Division two offerings but uh LU was a little it was a different it was a, a little weird being recruited. Yeah. I got mean, by the old staff and offered by the old staff. And I committed to them and then but right after I committed there until they left for uh, temple. So I didn't know what was going to happen for uh, Coach M, Coach A, Jim, so and all the times on both others and yeah. yeah, the thing is too, it's like the grass ain't always green around the other side, like they haven't been very successful at temple. So it's like we saw some people leave, we saw some people stay. Were you recruited by Coach Carrie as well? Yeah, it was in Coach Carrie's class, yeah. So you guys were both here through all the transfers. What was it? Was there ever like a moment where you're like, This is why I stayed because I know I'm gonna see it through and then now it's two and two and everything's on the table. You have a chance for a MAC Championship, you have a chance to go six and six and go to a bowl game, like literally anything could happen the season. Yeah, so when uh the lab, the coach uh, Kevin came in and stuck through it, you know how it was gonna happen. And then have the people but that you fifteen like years. then logan for you. Um, obviously like you were just getting here and so many people were transferring out. That's gotta be like an, an unsettling feeling, right? Like that's gotta be odd. Awesome. What was that like to know, like, hey, let me just get here, get to work, earn your starting job relatively early, and now I'm just playing really good football? Um, I think it didn't really bother me because I knew what we were doing as a program was the right thing. I knew our straight uh staff, I knew our O line, I knew Coach Handley knew what he was doing. And now we're finally seeing the results and seeing how the team is growing and starting off pretty well at season. And then talk about so you we talk a little bit about the negative sides of the transfer portal, but talk about like the good side of it. So you get a guy like Miles Joyner this year, who's an extension of the offensive line. You guys I say you have some of the best gadget like blocking players, with so guys like Brett and uh, Liam, Tristan Tavis, and Miles uh, Stringer. Yeah, Rocky in there, Clinton there. Talk about uh Coach Ammick's like, ability to recruit even players that are already on a different not a different team at the time, but have already been recruited like, Yeah, we he's a so great good. job of uh, using training in a positive way with Clinton, and all the guys' names. Massive part of the program, and they've helped out a lot. Um, and, yeah, I'm, good. I'm good guys. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, I was sitting there after your guys, the Boneyard victory after week one, and just like, after the initial, like, just craziness got through me, I was like, those two players were on totally different teams last year, and that's just what makes that moment like that much better than Tyrese get the two-point conversion. Logan well, for you talk to uh, just Coach Hendrick's ability to recruit and find players from all different states, but most importantly to like veteran players, because we lost an important position last year. We lost uh, we lost our quarterback for Powers, house. He graduated and I think he's he's doing like coaching, or training kids, but in our quarterback position, we didn't really know where it was gonna talk about his ability to recruit. Yeah, I think Coach Sam does a great job. It's like it's like putting the puzzle together. He's finding all the right pieces, and he's uh, put together a grand team for the year, and it's showing teams for still And then what areas did you guys say, and we'll start with reloading, what areas would you say that you saw this team on offense improve the most from week one to week four? Because it's almost like you get two seasons, non-conference, and conference. Uh, I would say in the area, most growing really was uh, just being able to, uh, as an offensive of line, like, seeing different pictures and being able to, like, be able to, uh, on the run, pick them up, and, uh, and Like the adjustments you're yeah, saying Like, be being able, able to there, make the adjustments on the fly. Yeah. No, you're good. I was like, I think I know what you're saying. That's yeah. my bad. But, yeah. Uh, to be honest, too, like, Week one, first week of the season, go on the road, power five, allow no sacks, and, and, like, from the very beginning in that game, you guys control the tempo up front, Harrison gets the touchdown, and I'm like, it might be a long day for those guys up front. Georgia we'll Tech. go back as far as week one, what was that like, like, breaking the streak? Because I know I tweeted it after, after the fact. It was 649 days between the last victories. What was that like, breaking right the streak? Uh, it, was, it was amazing. Uh, I remember the moment of the first of my life after the game and celebrating, but like you said, we could film the game our tempo and how yeah, it the ball. long time ago, so And then Logan, for you, that would be your first win as a starter, right? Uh, yeah, that first one is a turn. So what did that feel like to to break the streak, you go on the road against Georgia Tech, a game that everyone had written us off about, except for the people in, you know, that room near Vaz's room. How did that feel to go out there and get that one? It was very exciting. It was, uh, being able to control the tempo over here to move those guys around, hold the ball, and then being able to be able to hit that touchdown with that two points. That's One of my favorite moments ever. And I'll say, uh, Georgia Tech took Clemson down to the wire, and they just beat crazy heisman favorite Sam Howell. So, I'm not going to be the one to say it, but you guys can, can kind of get where I'm going with that. Uh, and, and to be honest, like to be sitting here at two and two, um, like that, it's like the heat, everything on the table, um, uh, going into this matchup. So, you got Eastern Michigan. Well, there's a lot of talk about the playmakers that they have on the edge. You'll have to probably handle on mostly. I don't know if they're switch the sides, but what advantages do you think you have over uh, their defense, And they run a four-two-five, correct? Yeah. Uh, so the last four games, everybody has been to a four-two-five. So 5 four-two-five. So we see it every day. And we've done it the past four weeks. So I mean, they just do different agreements and stuff like that. So we should understand it. Practice that, but will you, be in the last four games. It's like, oh, you want to drop an extra PP? Oh, that's cool. We're going to run the ball anyway. So I hope you can tackle. Um, Logan, for you, um, well, this will be the fourth game in a row. Like, no one said 4 two, 5. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. I know they had played the team. I just, I guess I just kind of realized that. But I know they had been playing the team. So at least one of the teams at 4 two, 5. But four weeks in a row is impressive. Um, having the comfort level of going up against that. Defense, week in and week out, compete teams get even the compete teams able to adjust because they're running that safe look. What's that like as like an advantage going into this game, especially in conference? Uh, I think that's a very big advantage. And, like, another thing about it, this is my third time for the DC Christian. It's a lot of the same guys, so be able to know what they do, be able to move, have a little bit of defense already. I mean, think right? that's a good advantage. And then you talk about it. so this would be your third time playing on. What was the third fourth? Third time. So, so neither of you guys have found a victory against them in the two. It's like it's homecoming. It's a home game. What would a win this this weekend mean to you guys, or just the team? It would be big. Going uh, to the mat. Going to uh Starting uh, of so actually play with of course, homecoming, all the back, so it'd be to get what would a win uh, this week against Eastern Michigan? Like you said earlier, it's like we're starting there. Max needs a home just come our first winning stack on and try to go the end of the season. And then, what would you say, so, like, from an offensive standpoint, like, Obviously, don't give away like, any game plan or anything, but what do you guys, like, say, control control goals, Logan, what do you guys have to do week to come away with the win? Uh, I think we just need to start off the line of scrimmage and uh, deal with PTR or something like that. I love that one when they said that earlier in the press conference, it's like the best uh, acronym or whatever, I don't even know if this thing should call it. Dork, but PTR, that's forever. For you, Nolan, though, what would you say is of the utmost importance for the offense to do this weekend in order to win this weekend's game. Uh, definitely just strain where I don't level my like deep defense. So I think you just need strain, keep the same um, same energy, same focus, and same same level of strain. Game very good. Yeah, luckily we we're we're uh, right at home this week because they have like a goofy, gray field. And I don't know what's it like playing on that. Uh, I mean, it was different, but I didn't really think too much of it when we played it last year. So, for yeah. your career, so let's do I, I, I normally mean, do three stadiums that you like the most, but let's do two, two stadiums like, that you've played at that you like, two favorite, and then one stadium that you haven't played at that you look forward to playing at. Definitely I mean, Nebraska. That was a pretty cool stadium and then whole nation. And then and you, what do we look forward to? Kentucky next year, right? So yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool to go down there or something like that. JJ was talking about the Yeah. Uh, JD Harris, who went over to Chattanooga, they almost beat. Kentucky. Another, another one of those things where it's like, you yeah, know, I'm sure you guys would beat Chattanooga. I would hope that you guys would get Kentucky again. But Logan, for you, Logan, for you, two stadiums that you enjoy playing at the most, and then. You know, you got a lot of time left here because you get
1: the extra year of eligibility. What's
0: one do you really look forward to playing in the future? I'd say
1: my two favorites. This one was
0: definitely one of them, And I really did like Utah. That's a fan favorite. I've gotten Utah before. That's always nice. I and mean, what's one do you look forward to in right now? Uh I definitely look forward to those That's going to be, that's like, have you ever been to a new That's a okay. It's a really like interesting campus, from, like I'm being on tradition, especially in college football. I'm going to ironically, it's weird that I talked about North Carolina, but I'm going to North Carolina game later in the year because uh, for me it was the only week that fell on a day that you guys didn't play that wasn't like match on. The side part was right, we're going to see Sam Howell." Now I'm like, we're actually going to work them. But, but back to the important stuff: back to NIU um, conference play. So. What would a MAC championship mean to you? Especially, if, you know, you've seen the lowest of the low. You can't get any lower than that season. The highest of the high would be the, the MAC championship. All that mean to you world. Know? Uh, so, 2018, we won the MAC. So that's was my true freshman year. I went scout team. So I mean, I really, like, I did my part in my role. Yeah. But I really wasn't playing, so I never got the, the actual feel of winning MAC championship. So who won that other moment for you obviously you have not the opportunity to win in that Detroit's not a great city but ford field's a good facility i have nothing bad to say about that but outside of that like comarico is nice and i like ford field but what it be? mean it's gonna be it could be enough also if you've played i mean i don't know if i'll say you're doing it so yeah that'd be i'd be a first move on that so what would it mean to you we don't have to say this year but before you leave here to get a match it would be a great experience. I mean, I've had two seasons. I haven't had a winning season yet. Which hopefully we we'll do this year. But I think it would be a great experience to see all the work, me and all my brothers putting in and coming up with the guns. Now, if we had, like, I was looking at, because uh, I look at goal projections every week, especially for, for you guys, because last year I wasn't doing that. This morning I saw the Bahamas goal. What would it be like, All right, so I know we talked about it, you you skipping on Florida, but part of the bowl experience is like it's, well, it's on a vacation. Like it's like, you go to a destination, you play in a different venue, you play against a team that you don't traditionally play against. What would it mean this year specifically? What's we'll, we'll, we'll going down to this year? Going off of last glasses, what would it mean to get to a bowl game this year? It would be awesome. The bowl experience is amazing. Traveling and actually playing a different team. That we normally typically don't play, uh, so we yeah. go into a bowl game, and would be really fun, and we'd have a good time. i if we've not had the chance to go into a bowl game yet. I'm hoping we get to the Bahamas goal because it's like, yeah, if you go to the Bahamas, that's you're not going to get that opportunity um, just being a regular guy. You know, to be honest, as much as I love you guys, I don't know if I'll be joining there if we're to the Bahamas. Hopefully, it's somewhere that I can afford. But what would that be like? coming off of last season where most of the you guys can find a way to win four more football games into a bowl game this year. Yeah, like you said, just look at the spiritual blaster and it's a amazing thing. of the moments of what I've too, I've never been able to do OJs, I have mean, never been able to the that so i the Shacklin to games, so that would be Yeah, but unfortunately, well fortunately and unfortunately, I'll say, because playing in Michigan and in the last, and like we were talking before we started, Iowa would have been cool, Maryland would have been cool.
1: You guys, did you get
0: the opportunities? Like, how did you like, uh, was Georgia Tech a nice like, stadium, kind of crazy environment? Because even last year, no fans, so it's, it's a lot different. Is that like different, or like, when you were in Michigan, what was that like, 100, it was 106,000 people. We'll start with you, Logan. What was that environment like? That wasn't was have been insane. Yeah, it, it's, it's always the same, uh, like, being a fair hearing on people, all the people yelling at you, all the people saying whatever they want to say. It's just, I like that aspect of the game. So I like being in the fans and cheering for atmosphere. off of it. You need that energy. And then, like, I liked at the end of the game, even though it didn't go our way. Like Rocky was talking to him. Like, he has, he has his, uh, his win last year with them. So he, I feel like that was justified. But, but no more for you, you talk about big games like Nebraska. You talk about Michigan last year. What's it like playing in front of like 90 to 100,000 people and just like having to really be Yeah, so from going with COVID, we didn't have any fans and then coming back and just walking in the tunnel and just getting 106,000 people. It's actually a great feeling. At times, we really couldn't hear anything. Um, Like our our second drive, we are driving down there about the score, couldn't hear anything at all. Um, But it's an amazing feeling to have fans back in the stands.
1: Yeah, even when, uh, because so when we left,
0: or when we were leaving the press pass, because that place is like the Death Star, like it's the biggest facility I've ever been to, NFL, and I'll be going a show, no matter what. It was, there was like a giant tower, you go down the tower, and we walked around, and I'm like, thank God they make us like wear masks and all that, because there was like, that was the most people I've been around since, uh, since all these madness started. It's like you take stuff like that for granted. Given last year, you could only play in front of friends and family. It wasn't like if you had people there, but it was more like a high school environment. It wasn't like you know, you sign up to play college football. You know, like Bowden said, there's probably going to be people saying some stuff to you. It's probably going to be loud. You're probably not going to be able to hear. But that's like you embrace that. And when take take Georgia Tech for example, they took that lead. They probably were like. GG, we're gonna win this game and then you guys go for two win the game and then the scoreboard, they must have lost power real quick. Cause I heard they couldn't they couldn't have erased the stats in the score and put it out there. But um so take us through just uh how practice has been this week leading up to you now like we said, it's almost like a, a second season, you're playing a conference opponent. Has it been like a, a different level of intensity or has anything changed? practice this week so far? No, I think our urgency stayed the same for all four weeks. I always look at the next game's most important game, so this week is kind of good practice today, so I'm just ready to play. And Logan, for you, did they didn't run you too hard or make you lick too much at practice today? Same all um, week. Uh, same all focus. Uh, good walk through Monday, Good practice today. Yeah. Who can bench more. No more. <laughs> Where do it was I think it's like... Yeah, I it's like 3... Maybe 360 Because uh, Rocky ever, like, come to the and, like, alright guys, let's see if I can... Because he can lift a lot, too. I don't know if he can lift 360, but like, I'm sure he can... I'm sure they probably don't want him touching three plates, but I'm sure if he had to, he could. He really doesn't work out. Uh, much, he was body right. He healthy, so... He doesn't even be get it, uh, stay strong, so you just, you know, maintain Yeah, so you gotta so do, like, a functional workout. It's like, dude, we don't want to see you. And it's like, the way you guys are protecting me, it's kind of like the poke level. It's like, can't touch him. It's like, he's, he's ramping, uh, in he's like, bubble right, you know? Logan, <laughs> uh, for you, what, uh, what do you think? You probably see a lot more than me. It's like, time, 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 looking down on you. probably around, like, through this, you know, entire human being, because you can bounce from man across from you, and, I saw it, I saw it too. I don't know if it's Logan, you may have to deal with him more. I think it was their defensive lineman, but the guy that plays up on the center, he's 350. You said you're one only like 307, right? For you, like three 303. 350, have you played against a guy that big? You probably won't have to see him because there's no way that guy's leaving outside the middle. But have you played against anyone that big? Yeah, he played last year. Uh, we should see him a little bit on our double teams try to move them but, yeah. Yeah that's uh you're you're like I don't want that so long. I need some help on that. Yeah three fifty did you uh correct me if I'm wrong you started last year too right yep so you got to see them a little bit do you have like so what's your stopping report you, like where do you think you're gonna beat them on Saturday. I would uh, say so you just have to get under them you have to use your leverage to your advantage like i am a shorter guys so I can do my so leverage to my manage. I think that's a increase of I saw that when I was looking through everything today, and I was just like, okay, like, because normally I look at the size of the line, I look at, like, Michigan may have, there were some positions, like, like uh, I was looking at their line to RPM, and it's like, there is 90 pounds of difference, like, as good of a finesse player or, or quick player, like, that's a hard difference to up for. And then I, like, strong through East Michigan, i like, like, I don't even know what they're feeding him. I wonder what he showed up at. I have so many questions, but we'll go just a general football and life talk. I won't put you guys on the. I'm the one who makes the prediction, so I can look like an idiot when stuff does or doesn't happen. But last week I said uh, I said Rocky will throw for 250 yards. He got 282, and then I said the defense will hold off or the main offense. 121 at halftime, I was like, I don't know if this is going to happen, but, yeah, I, you guys can go, I think you guys are going to win this week, and I think it's going to be a good game, I think, ultimately, like, if you look at what Eastern Michigan has done, last week they scored 59, they scored 42, and I think, like, 35, so, as long as you guys can take care of you know, what you guys have done so far this season, maybe a little bit more like 40, we don't need 40 months, but we're going to need like around 30, right? Give or take. But what would you say homecoming and like just the opportunity to play in front of the Columbia family coming this weekend too? Or? So what's that like? Like You, you probably don't come to every game, right? Uh, they, they come to the most home games. Oh, let's go. That's awesome. I'm happy to hear that, but so this one is a little extra special, given that it's homecoming. Yeah, for sure. With the alumni and, like, of course, though, on the family's always come to watch the home games. So it's going to be a special one. And then, Logan, for you, uh, we have, I know you said you're kind of up there. Supergirl. No, what's the time that you made? The that you know what I'm saying? What's it? the you're from? the Spencer. Spencer. That's, told me last year, so that's, like, up. Oh, yeah, that's, like, it's, like, a little, like, that's the nervous. Okay, so we, we have family traveling down for the game this weekend. Do they normally come to games? Yeah, usually my parents come to every game. Which, uh, but this weekend i of more on um, a couple games, and a couple friends come to me. So, see, like if you would have been in South Dakota, like that would have been a mess. You know how many flights you would have had to book and hotel rooms? Like, that would have been a mess. And then for you, it's like Florida, well, that would have been a very expensive mess, but. I can't say I wouldn't have been fun. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that because I've been to Orlando. Have you been to Florida? Yeah. yeah. What, what area? Oh yeah, because the Boca Raton. Yeah, uh, yeah, Fort Lauderdale area. Fort Lauderdale for a uh, for an team oriented trip, like if you're just going with the boys, Fort Lauderdale is definitely. I've been to uh, Clearwater as well. Logan, what are some of the other places that you've been to uh, just like vacation-wise? Like, okay. uh, like I said, I have been to many places. The biggest place I've been outside of is probably all of America, honestly. We well, got to go to Atlanta, too, football. Yeah, football. football. Football provides yeah. you For the opportunities yeah. to travel. I uh, I actually you know, I have a, a worse recording loss in the state of Michigan than you guys. But <laughs> I'm not a math guy, but yeah, we uh. When I played, I played, like, semi-pro, and then I played arena football. It was not really arena football, but it was, like, indoor. Somehow, like, a real arena football team ended up in our league, so I was like, oh, yeah, like, this would be fun. Not fun. And, yeah, Michigan's, like, a good football state. Indiana's a good football state. Iowa, all these Midwestern states really have a good map for football. We talked a little bit before we started, but do you have uh, like a favorite player or someone that you maybe modeled your game after in the NFL? Uh, no, I really I'm, like. I'm an NFL fan. I like the Packers, but I'm not like a super fan. I really don't keep up keep up with it that much. So I would say really model a game. I'm really did you grow up, like, uh, did you grow up watching a lot of college football or anything? Did you yeah, ever, they are no, was no longer your favorite team, but who was your team before you signed? You I was signed definitely your, a hawk fan growing up. fan? Yeah. What's your thoughts on them this year? The number five or four, I believe, right now? They're That's definitely top five. Yeah. I'm um, surprised, actually. I never really thought they'd get up that high of a level, but I am not right now. And Colorado State had them on the ropes. I was, uh, I was leaving... You're guys' game and I was scoreboard checking and I'm like Wyoming was losing to Connecticut and, and Colorado State was beating Iowa. I mean this like college football, you truly you truly can't pick like it was a big upset this past week, pulling way to be to Minnesota, like that's absolutely can gonna be. But Logan, uh being a Wisconsin guy, I think I kind of know where this is going, but who's on uh, your favorite team and a player that you maybe model your game? Well, my favorite team is definitely the Packers. And then growing up, I don't know why, but I always used to watch Mary Allen like and watching him play the cowboys. so I was there as one of the first game so I tried to model after Hall of Famer two and Then an Hallman at his position at his position. Uh what was your thoughts on the game the other night? That was a crazy Sunday night game where you get the walk off camp. Aaron Rodgers took whatever he wanted and you guys would find a way to win football game where we on that. Uh right when they scored, we were down 27. That was I was like, okay, let's we go. But then Rodgers, pulled out his magic down the field range and graphic kickets. It was it done? was quite a crazy uh week uh, in the NFL. Did you guys see our Justin Tucker's kick? Yeah, yeah. That was he, he may be able to make literally like a 70-yarder. Like, I know he missed one earlier in the game, too, and at that time in the game, that was the difference, was his field goal that he missed. So it's good to see him get that redemption. But take a look at this season. So you can look at team goals, individual goals, uh, great, you know, great goals, obviously. What are three goals that you have for yourself uh, for this season, although it has already started? Uh, be an all-conference player. Um, school as I graduate in May, so I just got my degree. Um, so I really just going not the flow right now. Just trying to win a football game this week, I can, I can roll with that. Like a weekly goal. We're going to go weekly goal, so, so we'll back to you, Logan. What are uh, three goals that you have for this season? If you don't have three, find one for this week. I'd say for this season, I'd say one of my best uh, semester academically, such a good year. I want to try to be an all-county player and one of the legends. I love it. Yeah, it was crazy too because I went out there to Detroit uh, for the Mac Media Day, and uh, it was Ann Ford Field. And like, I went down just being like a fan of the game, like a sports fan. I went down to just like go down and feel and to touch it. Just, be weird about it. Like I was on the NFL field and as I was going down, I come back up, Brady and Clint are coming down. And like as I walk out, I'm like, all right guys, uh we'll see you back here and was it December? I think, I did, I think it's December twenty eighth is the date for the Max Championship. December fourth, am play But yeah, Max and the heat so what's the way for you guys? So you, you talk about you have a game this time, that's that's normal. But how have you uh adjusted your student like to having like midweek games at the basketball team. Does. so
1: it actually gets pretty crazy. Um,
0: but if you talk to your professors, they're probably understandable you've like that. so it always for you come you leave high school, you only play on Fridays, you know you sign to a college, you're like, yeah hey, we'll just play on Saturdays the occasional Friday. No, nope. and then I do, we're really giving you Tuesdays and Wednesdays. What's, uh, what's your impression of, match, and how have you been able to adjust as a student care uh, It's definitely crazy. Um, it's definitely crazy being midweek with all the business classes and stuff, but like, no one said professors understand and they'll help you out, extend the midweek. It's just nice to be able to have people, like, <laughs> we're in mainstream to like now, you have the midweeks and the class yeah, you guys are on a big-time network. Um, I think for the most part, it's been espn Plus, but I don't really know too many people that don't subscribe to that that watch sports just because it's like it's five bucks a month, there's a million games on it. But, yeah, like, right now is one of the best times, I think, to be a Husky because although last year wasn't great, like, we're in that transition where it's like, I said it lot last year on the show, it's like, those who say you will be great kind of cliche, kind of like, all right, do you know what quote card did you make that offer? But like, you're seeing it play out week in and week out. Take a look at your career so far, your time here as a student. What been your three top, like, number moments as a student? Definitely, MAC championship, my first year was awesome. the bowl game, that I was fun to go in Florida. Um I think this be be the same again, so it's be season be So I love it. The, the predicted memorable season. Let's go. You heard it here first. Uh, when this guy's name gets called all conference at the end of the season, and when they find a way to win more football games, they lose because I'm not going to guarantee anything. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. You heard it here first. I'm not going to loving it. Logan, for you, I know you haven't been here so long. Well, what are your top three most memorable moments here as a member of the that you I say my top three are I'm getting my first starting first deal, do or a three-fetched you. Uh, the big one versus like Saturday. I'm getting my we'll am we'll, uh, we'll, we'll piggyback off of that and just say, this year, just watch. Just make sure you don't miss the game on Saturday. For the most part, I want to say, I don't have our schedule in front of us, but I know we don't have, like, Tuesday or Wednesday games for a few more weeks, right? Like, it's still mostly Saturday games, and then the weather turns, it snows, it's, snow it's sleet, and I, I actually looked on Saturday. I hope it's not that early, but talk about uh, Coach Hendrick's, like preparation during, like, camp and during time for now is... And one of them, you get you guys ready for games because we you know this is the end of the season. Uh, so last year, we went. it's cold out. We didn't play. I played through November. Uh, we were outside all day or for, for practice. One day it snowed, and they just they just shove it off for um, yard markers were, and just didn't play. So uh, we have fun though yeah. in the weather. So I'll say, like, I hate playing in the cold, but if you draw some snow in yeah. there you can totally change my mindset. I think a snow games is always fun. And uh, the fumbles, people fall, and crazy stuff happen. And I always remember that that one game, I think it was like the Lions and the Eagles. And it was just like LaShawn McCoy just running for like 100 yards. But Logan, for you, um, talk about preparing in the Midwest, where it's like you could get snow, you could get sleep, you could be kind of windy out. What's it like uh, having a coach puts you through the practice that's out so you ready for I think uh, I think it's great that he he puts us to the extreme so once you get to the game it seems easy like it'll be cold outside it's during the week the you're going to it. it'll be closing warmer than it. how be it's rainy game. If it's right like if it's a rainy game you get the balls all wet so it seems easier to set. So it be, um, well, it's just a so rain down the road I think it's great fun. So I always joke about people that like decal is like a second Coming up, Chicago in terms of like the windy city. I'm not gonna say it is Chicago because we're a small town. But Nolan, back in back in Iowa, did you deal with wind of this level where it's like, all right, you need to take it easy. Like you're you're gonna knock. Well, you won't knock knock you over, but like some people are getting blown away on the way wind. Yeah, no, yeah, like, you can't compare the wind in the south anywhere besides Chicago. Yeah, uh, never really had this type of wind on our so shout out to our, our kicker and punter John and Matt for finding a way to get their job done in all elements because I have a hard time like if I had to do like sideline interviews the wind would be blowing me up like I wouldn't even be able to do it those guys find a way to be all-time performers and like, coach Henry talked about a little bit at the press conference this week that special teams is going to be very important this week so for that sake I'll uh, hopefully get good weather but because I said something about it I know we're not going to get it done, so in uh, for you, up in Wisconsin, you probably get a lot more snow up there because it's, like, super far north, but do you get, like, really bad wind up there like it is out here? No. Like, I, I don't have so snow, like you said, yeah, but nothing near the wind for you in So if you had to pick a snow game or a rain game, which one would you pick? I'm trying to pick a snow game because I've been in some of the snow games this. I used to used it. Going no for you, snow game or uh, definitely uh, snow game. I think people have more fun in the snow game and like with the snow on the ground, you're like, all right, that we're just gonna run the football today. Like it's gonna be hard to pass the ball into like when when uh, luckily you guys don't play center for great and I feel bad when it's a super cold days because the ball is really like slick. So I can only imagine um Center's one of those positions where it's like people don't talk about it enough, but like they have one of the most important positions on football because they touch the ball every single play. And if you don't get that, if you don't get that right. I was uh the recipient of a bad snap over there in my career. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know, forgive the center for it. Like obviously I'm gonna take that, but for Bray to be as good as he is at snapping and then two, uh, Eric Brown, shout out to Eric. He got a uh, you got a tackle, and you won a football recovery this weekend. So it's like we're looking at the stat sheet. A couple different things are happening, and it's not a Cole Tucker sack uh, like they, they like first week when you guys came back from Georgia Tech. I think it was Dylan Thomas that got a sack, but college you're allowed to have two people that were the same color. So they messed it up and put a out there. But yeah, it's been good to see just the small different ways that the team has gotten better. Uh, throughout this season. But we've talked a lot about matchup. We've talked a lot about last week's matchup, a little bit about Georgia Tech. Let's get into the calling out per, uh, portion of the show. Uh, last week we had uh, NIL sponsored athletes JJ Libby and Marcus Cox on the show. And we put a little spin on our original grooming, uh, Rapid Fire, and fine-tuning for O-Ride Rapid Fire. So I'm going to go with the same series of questions uh, for our listeners that are tuning in. Again, this, this is where it's going to get interesting. Uh, but we'll start with you, though. Out of everyone in the offensive line, who is the funniest man? That's a tough question. Um, I think it was awesome. awesome. Seth Yeah, he always has a good joke like, every day, or yeah. Do we have someone that's like that's uh like a prankster or uh, is it more of a joke Uh I think S jokes don't prank okay. like, yeah. Keep your locker close. yeah. 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 And uh Logan you, uh who's the funniest player that you have yeah. 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 uh, I would say uh masculine very witty with what he says and uh, just pretty level. Uh, Coach is like screaming at you and he's being sarcastic like behind his back. Uh so for you, Logan, offensive line, interesting position. You don't need to have speed, but in your opinion, who is the fastest that would but if you guys had to run like a hundred yard race, who would? Uh I would say I would uh, Yeah. have smaller like smaller, but he's not like he's not pure point bound a little bit quicker one for you. Who uh, would win the hundred yard race? Offensive one. Definitely have to say Pete. You're they, running like a little, has advantage at yeah. a little little four seven, little four eight. Like he's got some burners on him, and uh, he's, he's on the feet team right now, right? No, he's uh he's back in our grade right now. Oh wow, that's a that's a big because he's only been here like well, two been, years. Uh, it's actually his first year. First year, but I think. I don't know how they're gonna look at something happens some Braden. Because there's no JJ Flint center, yeah. Center, so yeah, and then see it's like I don't know, we haven't had like a huge blowout yet, but there may be like an opportunity when like a blowout came later in the season where you can get some of the other guys on the offensive line uh some reps. But this is a good one, and we're gonna get a chance to put this to the test. Or maybe you can eat the quickest at the end of the season. But you guys had an eating contest. Who would you say can eat the most on the offensive line? I I, it comes up like two guys for me. I would either say Anthony or John Chana. Um, that's it. That's uh, That's what they were saying last week was champ. And then uh, Logan, who on the offensive line would you say is able to eat the most? i do not. Anthony, I thought you were saying Nolan at first. I'm like, are you holding on to you me, Nolan? Know? All right, so this is a good one, All right, So you guys, unlike Rocky, you have to continue to get bigger, faster, stronger. And continue to Who's the strongest offensive line? I will say overall for three years, would be Nolan. Nolan, and Nolan for you? Uh, Same so thing with me or Logan. Yeah, or Pete, I agree with He's got that functional strength. He even at two seventy, he's he's hanging with what you guys got. All right, so this is my favorite. Who is most likely to be late to a team meeting? Jack wanted for sure. All right, I'm glad that there's some uniform answers because it was the exact same answer last week. Love you for you. Who would most likely be late to a team meeting? Jack. Sorry, Jack. I wish we could give him a chance to defend himself, but yeah, for Jack. Uh, he'll probably be late tomorrow morning. Love to keep you posted online. Competitiveness. Um, so, you guys do a lot of different things outside of football, video games. Sometimes they got you playing softball. We're going to have you guys do some sort of eating competition towards the end of the season. But, you know, if they lose, who is the guy that's like the worst sport? Who's the most competitive player, I guess, for On... I would say he gets pretty competitive, but he seems to be in his face. He just turns out uh, hus- husky red uh, when, he- when he's losing in the game. Uh, Noah, for you, who's the most competitive player
1: on the audience? Most competitive, I think, would have to be Logan. I mean,
0: like, during the segment, when he'd like, when we were on, he always Popping trash. Yeah, to do one, oh, so. nice. nice. See, Logan, I like that. You're talking about how you embrace it, but if you can give it back out and you can match it on the field. I got nothing to say. Continue to do your thing and continue to do your one-of-one. One. Uh, we'll go to another athletic question. Who is the best overall athlete? I would have to say bring because I've seen him play baseball, play softball, play basketball. He's golfing, golfing now too. Yeah, yeah, I'm so golfing. You can do it. All right, and for you, Nolan. Who would you say is like the best overall like, you know, I'd like to say myself, but sadly I have to keep it even All right, man. You play both ways in high school. You got your you got your tackle It's registered on the stat sheet. That's forever, man, and no one can take that away from you. Uh, so we'll go on, we'll go on the offensive line. This is more statistical. Mm-hmm. Who gets the most pancakes? Logan. Logan. Yeah. Logan. Pancake back? So you can say yourself if you if you have to. So I have one pancake in my career. Um, it also landed me like a 15 yard penalty and I got ejected from the game, but it wasn't my fault if that makes sense. So I played uh, I played like tight end and healing, which really was like your wide receiver one, because you don't run receivers, so, especially if you're from the Midwest, like we're running some, like wing TBS or like some movie cell. So, my buddy gets like a pitch. I block. I somehow end up getting like a fan, fan. And this kid breaks it off for, like a 68-yard touchdown, when we're like 12 years old. So, it's, it takes a little while. And I didn't get up and I'm like laughing the whole time. This kid like tries to fight me like gradually because he was a lineman. I wasn't a lineman. And as you guys see, like, I wasn't blessed with a football player's body. I'm five-footed, I'm 100 a... I'm built like Rudy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love the game. I, I love what it's done for me, but I was never meant to play at the college level. This kid, like, grabs me with my face mask, tries to throw me to the ground, starts to fight me. And then I get ejected. And I'm just like, okay, but that was my, my lone pancake of my entire career. So I give you guys all the respect in the world because it's kind of belittling when, when you get a pancake or when you get a It's almost like, oh, you get a pancake, you get a pancake. You guys have been moving bodies and it's kind of demoralizing for those guys on the other side of the field. Logan, this is this is actually the funniest one on set. Who would be the best goal line package running in here? Um, I would have to say Keith Niger again because I know he has a rugby background It's mine Yeah, rugby, those guys, they don't go down they don't even wear ads like that. I couldn't imagine. I know I played a lot of you guys played a lot of football growing up like in the yard or down pads. We Look back at it now, it's like if you try to do that, it's, it's a to break and stuff. But like, who would you say would give you guys the best look for fourth to one from the one? I'd like to see Logan pull that position skin both eyes and see what he can do. Logan, are you going over the top or are you just running and you just pilot <laughs> in? Run right through. <laughs> all right, so you guys all share a locker room together. Uh, who would you say has the messiest locker on the locker? I was a youngster. I would see something on top of this. Or by my locker, which I was locker. on the No, and for you, do you have uh, a specific player on the TV you would say has the messiest locker? Uh, there's a couple on the alarm, that other one, but definitely jump in and stuff everywhere at times. So I'm, I'm normally trying try to just kick it into a big file, nice locker. But- for sure. The way I put it is the beautiful thing about us, and that's the beautiful My backpack right there, look, it looks so organized, right? Don't open <laughs> I got like all my game modes in there. I got my laptop my laptops in front of me. I got like a, my microphone case, a, a mask, a backup mask just in case it breaks, all that good stuff. But yeah, you know, like, as unorganized as I may be, I always know where everything's at. And it's like I'll, I'll clean it up in a little bit. I'll, I don't have a locker, luckily, but yeah. Like, let's take it back to like middle school, high school. Like my locker was like books all below, a couple codes, maybe my gym fit. Like it wasn't, it wasn't all nice and neat. But looking forward to this weekend. Another opportunity was be the third home game this season, right? fans are back, homecoming, you got family coming, you got alumni coming. I'm actually going to be in the crowd so I can anticipate I won't have a voice Sunday morning because I'm allowed to cheer this week. But uh, words to Husky fans that are going to be in attendance this week, or just words in general to the fans out of this week's matchup. I'm excited to have everyone back. Uh, hopefully everyone can make it out. And... Find a way to win a football game this weekend. How about I? You talk about it, you, know, you gotta get the weekly goal and find a way to go on and all this. Logan, for you, uh, words to fans that will be back at Tennessee, too. It's like, I know we haven't been full, but from your guys' perspective, have you been, you guys are allowed to critique us. Have you been impressed with the noise so far from the fans? I not been. You better I can remember. I think a of so I couldn't forget, but. Yeah, for my first year, it seems No, for you, you got impressed with the fans and the noise so far. The energy that like, I, I saw you guys too on the sideline. Like the players were really, like, really amped up on set, and I really like that. But uh, for you, Logan, words uh, just ahead of this week's matchup to the fans, uh, whether they're in attendance or not for this week's match. Uh, I hope you guys can come up with the game or rewatch really the on TV. Bring uh, energy. Uh, we think we're the hey, find a way to win a football game. You guys will be out there at 1 30 against Eastern Michigan. It's a matchup, you guys, you know, they've gotten the best of you guys the last two years. But I think the one thing that has been the main theme of this show, and I'm going to continue to say it until it's no longer relevant, you guys have everything on the table for this season. Uh, no, but before we go ahead and wrap up, can you can you just name one player on the offensive line? That you think, you know, younger player. Obviously, this is this is not part of the rapid fire. This is the positive feedback. that you think going really to be a big time player when they when they make the starting lineup? I think Luke Finnick or Drew They both come in every day ready to work and they just put their nose down and they put their head down and just grind. They love to do. They love to come in. They get it done the hard way. And then Logan, for you. Who's one player maybe on the compete team, maybe a return or someone that you really anticipate uh, will make a big difference when they get to He's player. got the body. he got the team, so he's got to work on the over yeah. work there. we got two final questions, then we'll go ahead and wrap up. And The last one is just like, tell me your social is the easiest question in the world. This one's a little bit harder, though. And no pun intended on that, but what does the hard way mean to you? Uh, I think mean, what it needs to be is coming up to work every day, doing what you need to do, no matter the circumstances. Yeah. And then Nolan, for you, what is the hard way of eating to uh, Nothing's given. Nothing's ever given. It's always earned. Um, it's so hard, hard way. To come in, ready to work every day, head down, grind. And then Nolan, where can we follow you at on social media, Twitter, Instagram? Uh Instagram is all numbers for power 23 yeah. and my Twitter is all for power you couldn't get number twenty-three out of the line, uh, running bags or TV's snagging from you? Yeah. Did you wear that? Because you got to play got to play D line, so maybe they let you wear a different number before I wore a little bit of basketball when I was younger. Um random number I picked for You had to have a center, right? Did you play any other sports one? Uh yeah, I was a wrestler and uh training. Track, what you do in track. Uh, track I was going to say, if you were a track athlete, we're not using you in goal line packages. Like if you were a runner in track, like we we'll have to have a conversation. But Logan, where can we follow that on social media? Perfect boys. Well, I do first and foremost want to thank you for joining me on the show. As part of this new era, the NIL. Uh, where we're able to do things like this, where it's like, I'm not your traditional media outlet, I'm also a student. Obviously, I got a couple years on you guys, but it feels good to have an opportunity to get to know you guys better, help you guys get your stories out, and uh, just, you know, talk about football and life, what matchup we got going on. But once again, we truly do thank everyone for joining us on the fourth Live Huskies on Tech podcast from Fatties Club and Grow. Today we are joined by family sponsored athletes Nolan Potter and Logan Schwartz. A recorded version of this show will be available wherever you get your podcasts. In the morning, we'll be back next Tuesday, October fifth, at 6 p.m. for another live show with the guests to be posted later this week. My name is Brandon Schwartz, and my work can be found at Huskies on Tap on Twitter or Instagram, as well as ontapsportsnet.com. We appreciate you being here with us tonight. Make sure to get out to Husky Stadium to support these guys this weekend at the homecoming game against Eastern Michigan. I got nothing else for you guys. Huskies by a thousand, and go Huskies.
1: Yeah. I got dreams of living left in the kitchen whipping magic. I got dreams of living left in the kitchen with magic. Bad bitch bad habits. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. So 12 put me overcoming with it. They took my heart away, heart away, heart away, heart away.